Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, Florida. So on today's episode of How Fucked Up is Fucked Up, I'd just like to begin by saying I am going to go over a topic that is highly controversial in the U.S. and in Florida. I am going to fact check the fact checkers for 2,000 mules. Um, It's unfortunate that these fact checkers are doing this because they're completely 100% wrong and they are obviously doing this from a political point of view instead of an objective point of view. So here are your fact checkers. Time to fact check them. So they're saying that the claim is alleged ballot harvesters were captured on surveillance video wearing gloves because they didn't want to leave their fingerprints on the ballots. True the Votes researcher claimed the movie in the movie that the voters in Georgia started wearing gloves to prevent their fingerprints from touching ballot envelopes after two women in Yuma, Arizona were indicted on December 23rd 2020 for alleged ballot harvesting in that state's primary election, but the Arizona indictment didn't mention anything about fingerprints, according to the media. Yes, it is true that the indictment did not mention anything about fingerprints, but if you go to the Arizona judicial branch website and actually look up the case. Uh, If you notice, on 1-13-2021, fingerprints were ordered by the court. Anyway, so they're saying that it's pure speculation. And it ignores the far more likely reason for glove wearing in the fall and winter of 2020 is colder weather or COVID-19. One, you don't wear uh, medical gloves for cold weather. So we can throw that speculation right out the window. Second, yes, many people were wearing gloves for COVID-19. But when a court orders fingerprints in the middle of a case, what do you think would require court-ordered fingerprints? Ding, 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 fucking ding. That's right. Court-ordered fingerprints are for fingerprint matching. Hmm. If you dug a little bit deeper, you might actually find the truth. So, again, the media's claim in this same couple of paragraphs is in a similarly speculative allegation the film claims its supposed mules took photographs of ballot boxes before they dropped them into boxes in order to get paid but across the u.s voters frequently take boat photos of their ballot envelopes before submitting them one in the media's claim Can you prove that voters frequently take photos and on a regular basis while visiting 5, 10, 20 different ballot boxes taking photos? 
Does that make sense to you? How about at 1.30, 3.30, 4.30 in the morning? Do photos frequently take pictures of their ballots and then run to their car? Do people frequently look around like they know they're doing something wrong before trying to slide in five to ten ballots into a box? Dropping multiples on the ground because they realize they won't all fit? Okay. Uh, Additionally, uh, an additional media claim here is... Oh, I'm sorry. They're speaking on... 2,000 mules claim here. If it weren't for this ballot collection scheme, former President Donald Trump would have enough votes to win the 2020 election. Their supposed facts are the alleged scheme has not been proven, nor do these researchers have any way of knowing whether ballots, any ballots that were collected, contain votes for Trump or Biden. This is absolutely true. In the movie, it was assumed that the ballots were for Biden. Excuse me. But some of them could have just as easily been for Trump. I don't care who they were for. I want anybody committing voter fraud arrested and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And as far as it not being proven in a court of law, that is absolutely true as well. But no person has actually sat in the court and listened to all the facts. If a court would take the case on, there is a possibility they might find merit to it. And there is still a good possibility they may find that there was enough voter fraud to overturn the election. But, unfortunately, there's no real precedent to this overturning of the election, to my knowledge. If somebody does have precedent to them overturning the election in the past, I would love to know what it is, um, because I'd love to study that case law. I think there's still an opportunity for a, a court that will listen to actually listen to this and, and hear out the case. Uh, another claim from the media. <sighs> I'm tired today, y'all. No caffeine. Another claim from the media is absentee ballots are also verified by signature and tracked closely. Often, when an option for voters themselves to see where their ballot is at any given time, that process safeguards anyone who tries to illegally cast ballots according to Barry Burden, a University of Wisconsin-Madison political science professor and director of elections research project. Unfortunately, let's start with the signatures. Unfortunately for this uh, media columnist, it is... 100% wrong. It was very clearly proven in the Arizona election that the same signature was used over and over again on multiple different ballots. It was just made larger or smaller at times. 
And that was part of the Arizona Audit Group. It was very odd that when it was run through a detection system that they found this. So how can you say that they're all signature verified? Secondly, secondly, they say that they're uh, tracked closely. How can they be tracked closely when there's mass mail-in ballots just sent out to everybody in multiple different states? You're wrong. They're not always tracked closely. Sometimes two and three and four ballots sent to the same person or somebody's house that doesn't even live there. Multiple ballots multiple to multiple different people. The process is obviously broken. So that was as much as this article had covered. Um, they tried to discredit this movie off of two different things in there when there was hundreds of different facts and different things proving the possibility of election fraud. I'm not even calling it election fraud. I'm just saying there is a possibility and I'd like to see it investigated and I'd like to see the police investigate these 2,000 mules and speak to them and see if any of them flip. Because as soon as you get one to flip, you can go down a rabbit hole that would get deep quick. And the problem is, is I don't know that any police have the balls big enough to investigate this and go up against the government. Does anybody have big enough balls? If I was a cop, I would. In the second portion of today's episode, I would like to note that I've reached out to Erin Grawl, my current rep in the Florida House, and she is running for Senate in my region. And I also reached out to Brian Norton, who is also running for Senate in my region, and asked them multiple questions just to see if I can get an answer. I also requested a meeting with both of them. I have not heard a peep from Brian Norton or his campaign. They've not responded to me. They refuse to respond to me. Um, as far as Aaron Grawl's office, they directed me to her campaign and I expressed back that I was frustrated and disappointed with that as I did request a meeting. Um, her aide did say that they would personally express that I wanted to meet with her next time they spoke about scheduling. So we'll see where that goes. Um, I'd love to have her on the podcast and speak to her, but it seems like a lot of these local reps and, and local representatives walk on eggshells. It, it seems like, <clears throat> and I can't say this personally about any of them, but it does seem like none of them have a backbone and... Unfortunately, I can't vote for somebody who doesn't have a backbone and doesn't stand up for this state and this country. 
uh, it's America first or nothing for me. I will not vote for an R or a D. You have to agree with my policies or you will not get my vote. So we'll see where that goes. Thank you for listening to the end or until the end of the conservative Florida podcast. I truly appreciate you listening and I appreciate you being here with me. We are a family here in Florida and, and we fight for what's ours. We fight for what we believe in. I am the one all over Twitter fighting for all the battleground states to have the drop boxes locked unless a watcher is there a hidden watcher at all drop boxes, <clears throat> a camera at all drop boxes. Please follow me on Twitter um, and definitely retweet my tweets that are going around about the battleground states. Uh, we are at war, people. This is war. This is a, a war on the ground that we need to stand up and fight for. If the police won't investigate these mules, we will. So email me at asmithinvestors at gmail.com. If you are interested in volunteering for being a secret watcher at Dropboxes, for helping the investigation on the mules, we will report this and we will figure out who did this. Again, uh, if you'd like to be on the show, email me, asmithinvestors at gmail.com. I'd love to talk to anybody in Florida who takes issue with this and, and wants to get their peace across. Uh, if you're a representative in Florida, Florida Senate, Florida House, um, if you're a representative in the Senate for for Florida for United States or the House for Florida for the United States or Governor DeSantis, I would be happy to have you on the show. All you have to do is email me. Uh, as far as that goes, I hope you all have the rest of your day. I'm going to give it back to you and uh, I will see you tomorrow.